T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. We have finished up our Fresh Hop episodes. Thank God. <laughs> Sick of Fresh Hops already. I hate you all. I hate it. And uh, we are going to go into a bit of an open-ended question that 1P Harris has for the podcast today. Where is everybody? Where are you at? And that'll be the name of the episode. So we'll get to that here in about 5-10 minutes. You can find the podcast most places you can find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Odyssey app, Stitcher, Omni, TennyToTheFan.com. You can find us on social media. Instagram.com slash Beers On Us is our main hub. We also have a Twitter app, Beers On Us Pod, and a Facebook, which is slash 1080 or not 1080 the fan slash beers on us although we don't use those two pages nearly at all so uh join us on instagram that's our main hub once i get myself away from a little pull back the curtain here for a moment uh, i've been working a lot at the radio station as uh, we have a co-compadre that is uh, on paternity leave congratulations i know you're not listening will uh but congratulations on having a child so i've been filling in for that and doing my job at the same time so i like have zero time once I'm done, I promise to invest in social media. Okay. I promise. Okay. I promise. I don't need you to promise. I mean, it's we're still doing Instagram stuff, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I haven't done anything on that for a while. Well, neither have I. Okay. So <laughs> social media is hard, man. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, so that's where you can find us, though, and uh, download, rate, subscribe, review, whatever option it is on your various service if you have yet to do so it helps us out quite a bit uh weekend beer wise i was back in jersey this weekend i went to a wedding and um it was my cousin's wedding okay and i did not have a lot of beer they had uh three pet themed cocktails because they are big pet parents uh that that basically i kind of went as my go-to at the wedding i also got a couple of old fashions uh, at various events that we went to the beer that i did drink well, it's Coors Light. Oh. <laughs> I was actually a little upset because uh, we went the first night we were there. They had an event at a place called, I think it's called Silver Silver Ball Arcade. Okay. It's in Asbury Park, New Jersey. That's the famous uh, Bruce Springsteen place, The home right? of Bruce, Swing- Bruce Springsteen. Stone Pony is where he would do all his shows. Uh, that was, you know, we saw that. That was pretty cool. And um, they had two coolers of alcohol for the welcome party. And I walked up to one, I walked up to them and someone said, that's the beer, that's the other stuff. 
and we lifted the other stuff one, and it was, I guess you not, athletic, uh, alcoholic-free beer, or non-alcoholic beer. We love that on Which this we show. love, and it was uh, White Claws. And then, so the other one was all Coors Light, and I was like, all right, so... So where are the beverages? <laughs> I was like, so here are my options. So you're telling me I should have brought a flask. Well, I, I understand. I get it, um, too. I get it. I jest. Uh, especially, you know, the groom was, is a big, like, you know, light domestic beer guy. And uh, I think his family in particular is a big, like, domestic family. And they could use Rainier out there. Well. Please, everyone. Uh, I did get myself one Yingling when I was Ooh, out there. That okay. was, that was fun. Right. Largest craft brewery in America. Yes. Uh, that was at the after party for the wedding, which was a place open until 3 a.m. A little dive bar had that Yingling was, on tap. That was the after party when you got wild on some <laughs> Yingling am- amber lager. <laughs> no. It was just like, hey, I know that. I'm going to drink that. But, uh so I had a couple of Coors Lights. I also had a White Claw, which I'd never had before. Oh, okay. I'd never had one. It was disgusting. I don't know why people like it. It literally tasted like artificial garbage. <laughs> don't get it at all. But uh, I then saw my uncle, who is a big craft beer guy. Yes. We've um, talked about him at length yes. on this show over the last he, three years. More of a wine guy than a craft beer guy, but he has certainly entered that fray. He was holding a dogfish head. Yeah. And I was like... Yo, where the hell did where you get that? Where did you get that? He goes, it was in this cooler. It was buried underneath the White Claws. Uh, that'll teach- oh, in the other cooler. It was. <laughs> it was the Coors Light cooler and the other cooler, and Dogfish Head was in the other cooler. I love it. I would have loved to have had a 60-minute IPA. Uh, at, like a at, fresh 60-minute IPA yes. that's been cold the whole time. Yes, and Dogfish Head's out there, so <laughs> it's even fresher. Yeah, it doesn't exist out here. Oh, my God. I was so frustrated, but uh, that was really my week in beer. I didn't do much else. Um, I did have the Killer Green yesterday, which was mm. good, uh, given to us by JR, and then I also had the Ranger uh, Stout, which he uh, gave to me, the Chocolate Stout, which I quite enjoyed the first time I had it, so I had that as well. Uh, beyond that, my, my weekend was mostly hard alcohol <clears throat> that I consumed and Coors Light. Uh, mine, mine is interesting. I have been so heavy on the lagers lately, um, over the last week, like more so than what we normally talk about. Cause I can go 50, 50 hoppy stuff, uh, lagers and, and, and things as such. And what I learned is the reason, you know, and I've actually drank a ton of wine and a lot of gin and tequila over the last week. <clears throat> and a lot of it is because. I think what I've learned, despite the fact that, you know, I can joke around about it, and I I still like Fresh Hop to an extent, I have found that I think because my palate has been so much more exploratory this year than it has been in in previous years, that if I drink a Fresh Hop, like, pint or a can, 16-ounce or something like that, and if especially if I have another one, I don't want any more beer. Mm. Like, I don't want any more beer. And I think the Fresh Hop has just been, like... completely coating my palate and, like, wrecking it. Not not in a bad way, but in a sense that it's like there's so much flavor and so much intricacies going on that it it can't get reset by a beer. Well, you've always been somebody who struggles with overly flavorful beer. Like, that's why you're like, yeah, I I can have, like, a quarter of a stout. Mm -hmm. But you, you like, really like crispy because you want to go back for a lot more. Right. Which is always how we've been opposite. And my IPAs are usually really dry. Yep. Really, you know, I like session IPAs because I like the thinner body. Which is why we're so opposite in our beer tastes. But that, I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, fresh hop beer tends to be very flavorful. It tends to have way more of that punch that I tend to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm struggling with fresh hops this year a little bit. I think it's just because... 
I kind of got burnt out on it. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I'm alluding to is I think I've got a little palate fatigue. Um, we obviously did it for this pod, and you know, and the ones we weren't drinking here, I still wanted to go out and taste some other stuff. And I had a lot of really great ones, but you know, my girlfriend and I, we were at uh, the Deacon Breakside the other day, and I drank. Rye Curious, which is their English pale with rye, which is a classic breakside beer that I just absolutely love. And then they had a couple fresh hops on, and I got little tasters of them. And then I ordered a breakside IPA, mm-hmm. non-fresh hopped. Right. And I think it was because it was like, well, I might want to drink another beer today. And if I do want to keep drinking beer, I can't do a fresh hop because it's just wrecking me. I had half, I had half of a fresh hop ruse beer today. Before I came here, and we are currently drinking the Vienna style lager from Ferment right now, and even that is hitting my palate as kind of going. You really want more beer? It's thick. This beer is also thick. Yeah, this is not one of my favorite Viennas. <laughs> I, I will just go ahead and say that. It, it, yeah, it's a little full body, but it's like even the lager that has a little more full body than this style would traditionally have. I'm kind of like. Oh, man, and we have another beer for Beer well, of the Week? Well, this is lingering a lot, too. I mean, this... It's sweet. Just to dive into this one in particular, it tastes like a little be a little bit more of a maltier Vienna-style lager for sure, but then... It's at, almost more Oktoberfest. That's what I thought it was when you first poured it. I thought it was a fest because well, the, it's... The color of it. Well, and it smells a little fest beer, too. But um, it's almost like... Usually you'll get the back end of the sip and then it lingers. Mm-hmm. This one is like, oh, the sip's done. Okay, flavor's out of my mouth. Just kidding. <laughs> it's like a late rising hot sauce. Like five right. seconds later, it's like, whoo, here's the like sweetness is stuck in my in my palate. Well, so. it makes me really excited for our beer of the week, which is a beer that I've had before and I love and I've got a great story to tell. I okay. don't know if you've had it, but it's a brewery we talk about all the time. All right, well, we'll find out. It, it, it's a fun beer. I looked at the wall. It's not on the wall, so we're good. Anyway, so I mean- uh, I, I was, I'm getting a little bit of fresh hop fatigue as well. I guess that's fine because we're at the end of fresh hop season at this point. Like we've done it for a month, right? Kind of, sort of. I mean, like I live in There's a world, more stuff releasing. Well, I live kind of in a world of 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 distribution, and in talking with you know the company that that distros us, and talking with other distro friends and things like that. You know, it's it's hard. People are having a hard time buying beer right now fresh hop wise which is a decent segue into our conversation today because a lot of people have said look i've got so much i just don't know if i can buy more so it's almost like we get we got really excited about fresh hop in the beginning but once you get in the thick of it we're already burned out well this is the first time this has happened to me i always love fresh hop season and i i love it till the end and I'll try to find as many fresh hops as I can. And I'll still will this week when I go to Market of Choice, probably try to seek out any ones I haven't had that's there mm-hmm. and still drink it just because, you know, I like to kind of know what's going on. But, yeah, that does segue into our segment quite well. And that's where is everybody? Yeah, where is everybody? That's- and, and Patrick says he, he talked to multiple people today with very similar complaints, questions. Yeah, yeah. I talked. I talked to uh, a sales manager for a brewery uh, who does stuff in Washington to give kind of the flip side, the two different sides, and he was kind of just telling me he was like, I mean, I went to accounts that haven't bought beer from us in a while, and I, I don't have a lot of fresh hop to give out, and I dangled that in front of them, and they were just kind of saying, Hey, man, we're really dead, and like as awesome as I want that fresh hop, I don't have any place to put it on. 
Then I chatted with a buyer at a beer shop, and I, I didn't even bring it up. He brought it up. And he was like, yeah, I only got, got two cases of cans from Point Blank this week. I got one keg from day one, and I got a keg and two cases from Miletus. And usually it's like eight cases and three kegs from each of them. And I was like, well, what's going on? He was like, we're just dead. And I was like, why are you dead? And he just looked at me like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think, uh, well, there's a lot of things to this. One, I'm going to connect it to sports as well because I had this thought uh, two nights ago uh, for the Mariners-A's game. I was watching Mm -hmm. it. Mariners who are in a huge playoff chase right now for the first time in 20 years. Now a half game back of a wild card spot. Mm -hmm. And T-Mobile Park was empty. Mm -hmm. Like embarrassing Mariner team empty. There is no way if we were in Seattle doing this podcast, we wouldn't be at the game. Right. Especially at the time. 7 o'clock on a Tuesday? Yeah, I'll go. Absolutely. I mean, it was like so empty. I texted uh, my friend, John, our friend John, Mm -hmm. who's a huge Mariner fan. I was like, what's going on? He goes, well, it's a weeknight. It's rainy. And I'm like, this is a, and he he said 20 years of pessimism. I'm like, this is a playoff chase against a divisional rival. I want to drive up there right now and go to a game just for the atmosphere that I guess doesn't exist. Well, and it, it didn't get any better yesterday. And he, you know, I've talked to him about it again. And he's like, I'm thinking of going up this weekend because, you know, they're sure, going to be yeah. in it. They're the final series of the of the year. But it's it's baffling to me that in the heat of a playoff race, when your team is winning games uh, multiple in a row, that there's nobody there. Right. And that kind of is the similar situation for beer. It's like, is nobody going out to restaurants right now? Yeah. And what was interesting was I went to a beer bar today that I frequent and the tapless looked the same. Yeah. As it did five, six days ago. And that was surprising. Sometimes some things linger. You never know what kind of crowds you get in. And then I was sitting at the bar watching watching some baseball on TV. And I couldn't tell you how many people I saw walk up and crack a kokanee or a Rainier. And they're at this craft beer bar that does provide that because, you know, North Portland is still through and through divey. So if you're going to have a craft bar like that, you might as well offer some of those. You get mm-hmm. more patrons, and it's a good business model. And I'm sitting there, and I see the regulars, and the regulars are all there, and I'm kind of just looking around like, wait a sec, we're all drinking these beers. Why aren't these kegs going down? And I asked the buyer who was working, one of the owners, and he's just looking at me like, I have no, I have no answer for you. So I think when you look at it, when you look at it, there's a bunch of different aspects you, aspects you can think of. School has started. Sure. Craft beer drinkers tend to be in their mid-30s to mid-40s. Most of us have children, and so that can kind of slow you down. You're a little more busier in the hustle bustle. Colder weather, okay? That can slow down how many people go out and stuff like that. Especially with the current outdoor seating situation. Right. But how does that take away from package? You know what I mean? Like yeah. like like I saw I saw I saw Cody today who is a who is a big listener of this podcast, big listener of the radio station and he was there buying beer like he always does. But it's kind of like where's everybody else that does that? Like the package isn't even moving. It's not just draft. It's that people aren't showing up to buy cans. People aren't buying cans to go anymore. And 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 cans have gone through the roof 
during COVID. Like packaged beer, we knew eventually it was going to come back down to the mean. And I would I was always waiting and anticipating it coming back down to the average. But I don't have any reason why. You still got to be masked. A lot of places require vaccines to sit at a bar or be inside in general. So there's still some stipulations. One place I went to got rid of their bar seating again. Yep, I've seen that as well. Yeah, And so those factors aren't the factors that I would expect to see package decline. Is it, are, are we just shifting to grocery stores? I think the only thing I could think of, and, and look, this is not going to be a podcast with answers. It's more of Yeah, a, this is an open-ended. And open please, forum. And please, if you have anything, any kind of idea on this, please reach out to us. On Instagram, on Twitter, things like that. Like, I'd love let to us, hear. Let us know what you're doing. Your local places, if you're a buyer. That's different or whatever. If you're a brewer, are you seeing it on your end? Anything. I think what it might be, and this is something that may be something that will be permanent, is how the pandemic changed the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just, just for myself personally... I'm a fairly, I call, I mean, I don't call myself, a, the term is ambivert. You're both introverted and extroverted. Oh, interesting. Like, I, I tend to be pretty introverted as a person, mm-hmm. but I am totally fine in social situations. You know, I can talk to people and, oh. and be be a personality. And Funny, stuff. I'm the opposite. I am a total extrovert, but boy, do I love my personal quiet time. Right. Uh, there, there's probably a name for that, too. Or yeah. or it's the same. Or it's, it's the same, ambivert. just different, yeah. different connotation. So... Uh, I have no problem going out or anything like that, but obviously during the pandemic, you couldn't, uh, especially in the height of it, like hundred percent of your time was spent at home right? or your job. <clears throat> we got lucky. We were still able to come into to a work. job. Yeah. And that's it. Um, now that we can go out again, I'm almost finding it difficult to get myself to do it. Mm. Like, uh, we started, my girlfriend and I started doing a date night once a week and we enjoyed it and we were doing it uh, Friday night, Thursday night, whatever worked for us during the week. And then, uh, we had a trip and then something happened and we haven't gone out on a date night more than once in the last like five or six weeks. So you stopped for no reason other than like you li- just didn't li- feel it. Well, life got in the way in some senses. And then, you know, it's like once the habit stops, it's like, oh yeah, we should do this. Um, well, that's kind of the question. Like, I'm I'm wondering is, you know, let's not freak out about this. Maybe this isn't a big deal. Kind of what we were saying uh, on that Fresh Hop podcast that we did. We were like, where the hell are all the Fresh Hops? And then we both saw in the next up. 24, 48 hours. We we're like, oh, there they are. Yep. So it could be one of those that there's just a lull in the moment. And I just happen to have a couple coincidences that aligned with each it, other. It today. could be. It could very much just be the weather. I mean. Uh, it's it's almost like we've all been since March because this summer started very early here. We've all been in nice weather and going out and outdoor seating has been great. The last week it's been crappy. You know yeah. the rains come back. It's been colder. I would call it beautiful, well, but that's it, just me. I wouldn't call it crappy either. I like it too. But it you know generally speaking, people would say that's crappy sure, weather. Sure, sure. The wah wah. It's almost like the first week of that. Everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna huddle inside. It's raining out. But then when that becomes a thing every day, it's like, well, I got to fight through the rain to go do what I want to do because I'm not going to sit inside my entire life. But if there's anything I've known about the shift, you know, I've seen the shift being being a front of house employee for, for such a long time. The shift has always been less people go out, but people still drink. In fact, they drink more when it's crappy out. So that's why 
Draft sales dropping, I get it. It's cold out. You know, our our pubs have, have been hit or miss on some days. I get that. The package is what blows my mind. Like, people are buying less. And I don't think it's like they're, they're, I don't think it's they're drinking more seltzers or they're drinking more cocktails or drinking more, I don't think there's any of that. People are stuck in their ways. But it just surprises me that that, is taking a hit right now. Well, I also wonder too. Again, this this is uh, just a shot in the dark. But are people burned out of drinking canned beer? I mean, uh, I'll say this just on a personal level: the last like six months, I've been burned out on a lot of things that I used to do that I usually like to do, just because all we've done for two years now is the same shit. Yeah. So. There are a lot of things in my life that I love doing that I am a big fan of that I'm burned out of. And I wonder if it's almost like a nice positive of the pandemic was look at all these breweries canning and look at all these beers I can try. But when that's like your excitement every week, once a week when you buy, at some point, it's no longer going to be exciting. It's going to become a habit. And then after it becomes a habit, you're going to get bored of it. And I, I can I can say that for me personally with gaming. Mm. Like, I'm a huge gamer. Right. But my want to play video games the last eight months has been non-existent. Almost. Interesting. Almost. I, I, have, I have gone from early in the pandemic playing all sorts of games and catching up on games I wanted to play and making a list in my head to in the last eight months, I have played maybe two and a half games. One is MLB The Show, baseball. One is football manager, soccer on the PC, and like I've I've messed around in like a fun little game called Fall Guys on the PC. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, since December, that's all I've played. I, and I and it's I just don't have interest in it right now. That's so funny you say that because you know, we both work in sports and I mentioned this to you the other day. I didn't watch a single snap of football on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I had no qualms with it. I had a really rough day. I, I, I need I need to preference this better. I had a really long, exhausting, frustrating day. Um, the the other day, I think it was uh, Monday or Tuesday. I don't I don't really. I think it was Monday, and and for for no bad reasons. I just you know I'm working Lots a of lot. Stuff going on, just yeah. a lot of stuff going on, and I didn't you know nothing goes like I hate one job or the other job or anything like that but I had a long frustrating day and usually I come home and you know I get home and 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 the girl says to me you know just sit down chill out have a beer and I was like I don't want a beer and I pour I made myself a mixie I made myself a little gin and soda mm-hmm. and I was like I took a sip of it and I was like yes this is what I want right now but it was this weird moment of Wait a sec. <laughs> you got heater Allen pills in the fridge. You don't want one of those. You love that beer. I was like, I just don't want a beer. Yep. So maybe, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe we're looking at stuff. Maybe it has nothing to do with beer. Maybe it has everything to do with us. Us as people that are maybe we're just tired. I well, yes. But, I, and, and I don't mean like exhausted from the everyday trials and no, tribulations, just but like tired of the pandemic tired. I think, I think we leaned, and I think you were alluding to this. I think so, and correct me if I'm wrong. That during a lot of this pandemic, we leaned on the things we loved: sports, gaming, 
beers. Reading. For me, music, yeah. reading, stuff like that. That now I'm kind of at the point where it's like, like you get you you created that playlist of the 500 top songs that Rolling Stone magazine mm-hmm. said, and I've been going through that right now because it's it's something fun to look forward to. The thought of choosing other music right now is exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like, what else do I want to listen to? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> Thank God I have this list, but I'm freaked out because there's only 120 songs left, and. Well, at least there'll be 120 good songs, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, but it's just kind of like, but like even with me with music, I bought new strings to string some of my 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 ukes, and I bought them, and I was so excited to do it. I bought them two weeks ago. I haven't even attempted yeah. to restring. I, a lot of people I've talked to- And I usually to, like that stuff. A lot of people I've talked to, um, and this is specifically around work generally, but have just reached a lot of burnout because mm-hmm. all there was was working home, right? Right. And I guess if I extrapolate that out to things you're interested in doing, you're reaching burnout with that too. Yeah. And I, and it's it's interesting because for a while, and he, honestly, even to this point, even though, yes, you still have to wear your mask, a lot of the stuff is open, right? A lot of places that normally you would go do is still available to you. Yeah. And if you have issues with masks, I don't know what to tell you. We've been doing this for a while. Right. You should get pretty used to it. But, and, you know, and some places are not open as late as the, actually, all places are not open as late as they normally were. That's one thing that's been frustrating to me is I work until seven or eight every night. Right, right. And if you want to go grab dinner, it's like I, you got two it's, options. It's really difficult to yeah. find a place because most places are closed by nine. Right. And it's like, I'm not getting there till 830. And then you're the that latest. jerk ordering yes, yeah, as the, the kitchen's trying to trying to close down. So, you know, that that's that's part of it as well. Places are closing earlier. But I think all it's just I think a lot of people are just tired. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have been beaten down, you know, whether it's social media, whether it's the news, whether it's a family member or a friend who disagrees with your way of thinking, and that could certainly go both ways. Yeah. Um I think we're all just exhausted and there's not a lot that is giving us that like, oh, here's a distraction. It's almost like they were all distractions, but because life was so busy, we didn't see it that way. It was like, here's my interest. And now it's become a distraction that you realize is a distraction, but so much is going on that you're not distracted anymore. And, uh, you know, there, there are little, there are like ups and downs. I think I've had, and I'm sure you've had it where it's like, I'll have two or three great weeks and I'm interested in all my hobbies again. And like, I'm, I'm excited to go do this and do this and do this. And then I'll hit like a three or four week spell where I'm just like, my, my week was tiring my weekend. I'm going to sit down on the couch and I'm going to watch some football and I'm going to eat some food. And that's all I'm doing for today. And I think a lot of people are probably in a similar boat. And 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 to bring this back full circle, we can end on this uh, when it comes to beer, is beer was always a great escape for me. No matter what was going on, I could I could I could sit down at the bar at at Cerves at Bridgetown at my local spots and have a beer and BS with the regulars and call it good, or come home after after a long day and and have a beer and catch up with the lady. When you lose that. That's kind of like, whoa, what's going on here? Because you're right. Like, oh, I don't feel like sitting down and gaming. Okay, fine. I get that. I don't feel like sitting down and watching an NFL football game. Okay, I get that. But you can do anything with a beer in front of you. Mm -hmm. And if you're kind of like, I just don't really want a beer. What the hell's going on? Where is everybody? Well, 
not to go completely dark turn on this, but you know what all of this is a sign of? Hmm. Is depression. Seasonal depression. And I'm hoping it's just a seasonal depression. I, I'm not saying seasonal. You, I'm you talking like a societal depression? Yeah, because as somebody who has dealt with depression sure. in my life multiple times, when you're depressed, things you love are no longer interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think we've reached a point of societal depression. I'm not everybody, obviously. I'm sure. I don't even know if that's a real term. I just made it up. Well, I mean, it's. I'm good. sure it is. It's well. I don't. I don't know if it's a real term, but it makes sense, right. right? I think that based on what has happened in the last two years, year and a half, how can you not be a little bit depressed? Yeah, you've been stuck in your home. Everyone hates each other. Everyone's angry. Uh, everything's an issue. No matter what you believe, the other side is so angrily against you that there's no conversations in the middle. <laughs> it's like, it's lunacy. Yeah, it's, and, it's a lot. And at a certain point, it's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it's not It's not stopping. Yeah. There has not been a moment of, hey, we finally reached the end of whatever, you know, pandemic A or political BSB or whatever. Like, it hasn't stopped. Yeah. It continues to be at the same exact fervor that it was six, eight, 10, 12 months ago. It's the exact same fervor. And most of us are not participating in the insanity of it. Sure. We're watching it happen. But when you watch it happen, it's depressing and exhausting. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not over here arguing about anything. Sure. But I see it. Yeah. My job, I see it on the text line every GD day. It is true. It's exhausting. I, I do as well. I do as well. And it's just like... At a certain, it just makes me numb. But you know what else numb is? It's depression. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are just depressed, and maybe not like dark, angry, suicidal depression, like real, you know, real leg- legitimate reasons to be depressed. That's a stupid way to put it because any reason to be depressed is legitimate because it's how you feel, without a doubt. But um, you know, it's not like oh, I can understand that like my parents passed away and I'm depressed. Like there's no logical reason for it. It's an accumulation of a lot of things that's right. just weighing on everybody. My partner broke up with me. I lost my job. My, yes. my pet died. Those those are reasons where you're like, <clears throat> oh, I understand why you're feeling depressed. Sure. But for this, it's like everything in my life for the most part is going very well. Uh, and I think a lot of people are probably in similar boats, but yet they still feel like I don't feel happy. Well, all the time. Well, let's 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 take this as a challenge. Let's come back next week and from a beer perspective, you know, because you know, we don't there's obviously a thousand other things that can that can factor into this overall topic we are we are discussing. Mm-hmm. But let's think about it from a beer perspective. What could we what could we use in beer right now that could help us get back like jumpstart us? Mm. Okay. Get us kind of back into that. What would what would excite you, me, listeners? E- even go back to the the uh, you know introducing craft beer to the non craft beer drinker. Like let's let's challenge ourselves and think about what could this industry do to help, albeit a small aspect. But what could it do to help that? All right. Well, there's next week's episode. I, well, suppose. I like it. I All like right. it. Let us know what you guys are thinking. Um, Hopefully, I guess you enjoyed the uh, particularly deep episode. Yeah, yeah. Do you, is isn't it always funny when you get political without being political? Oh, you mean like what most people do in their lives? Well, I just meant like I just meant like we're talking about real stuff here that that really affects everybody and everybody mm-hmm. deals with. 
referencing a lot of hotly contested things without either of us saying our opinions or the people we dislike, disagree with, or agree with and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's how I try to walk politics. At Me least. too. Me too. All right. Well, uh, let's drink a beer. Climate change is <laughs> a, real. A second beer, I guess. <laughs> uh, let's drink the beer of the week that Patrick brought in. He's very excited and has a story behind it. That's next. Beers on us. Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time! Here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Yes, I have had this beer. Uh, I have indeed. It is a beer that you love. It is a beer that I have had before. Isn't this not the beer that we asked them about when we went there and I said, what is a French-style Pilsner? <laughs> Isn't that this one? Maybe, yeah. The Pierre Lachat. Oh, it's Pierre right Lachat. French-style uh, French Pilsner. Pilsner. Um, I don't know what any of that means. Well, didn't they say, oh, I don't know. It's just... It's... It's French. It's just marketing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Italian-style Pilsner. I don't know what it is, but I really dig it. But what was funny was I grabbed this because Whoa. I was in at uh, my local beer shop, the the, the wonderful people at, at uh, Bridgetown Beer House on uh, Shaver off the Mississippi stretch. And I was in there, and I snuck a quick half pint in. I really just went in to buy some beer, to take some beer back to the house and have some choices, and, and I was buying basically just lagers. I bought that and uh, a Heater Island Pills, and I think I got a couple other beer, a Wander Jack for the one IPA and something else I can't remember. I'm sure it's in the fridge at home. Either way, so I grabbed, so I bought it, and I said, you know, thanks, guys, see you later, and I walked out, and then Dave Flores, who owns the joint, he says to me, he goes, dude, you bought that beer, and you set it down, and you said, you said, I've had this beer a thousand times, but I just think it's bleeping awesome. So I'm going to grab one of these cans. I'm so glad to see it on the shelf. And Dave said, like, six people after that said, what's that beer that guy grabbed? And this was the last can on the shelf today. This was three days ago. Ah, so everybody got it then. Yeah. and then, That day. And then Dave said he got off, and it put the same thought in his brain, so he cracked one. So now everyone heard some guy buy it saying he loves it, and then the bartender got off and cracked one himself, and everybody went, oh, well, I guess I got to have this beer. So I just thought, we like it. Honestly, there wasn't a bunch of new stuff on the shelf, and so I thought the story was good, and I thought I'd bring it in for Beer of the Week. Now, I'm curious, is the nose very strong to you? It's, I mean, the beer is a solid, what, foot away from me? And I can smell it. It's almost like... I can smell this beer a mile away. I almost like got a smokiness to the nose, which was very unexpected considering what type of beer it is. Is that a French-style Pilsner? A smoky, huh? That's what I smelled. I don't get that. It's, it, t- talk to me more about it. Okay, this is going to sound weird. No, Because no. it doesn't taste like this at all. I once called a beer wet, okay? So it can't do, get much more Do you more know what this smelled that. like to me when I first smelled it? What? It smelled like a cigarette. Really? Yes. It's it's fading now as as I'm getting rid of the foam. Do you think that could be a sulfur thing? Uh, could be, I suppose. Because a lot of times I I've sat in on tasting panels, and a beer has been cracked and poured, and someone has gone, "Hey, did somebody just smoke a cigarette?" And it's like a sulfur thing, which sometimes blows off. Like well, I mean, that, sulfur, that is a, it's that gone. Is a, that is a classic thing that people say. Oh, I get a little sulfur, but it'll blow off. Mm-hmm. So if you're on a judge's table. 
when one of the, what are they called, stewards, when a steward cracks the beer and pours it for all the judges to taste, you know, and they're behind closed doors so the judges don't see it, if you've got a little sulfur, it's okay because it's now poured in glasses and then it has to be transferred over and it's probably sitting in that glass for, I don't know, three to five minutes and then gets transferred that it's enough time for the sulfur to blow off. I've heard like reputable brewmasters say, yeah, I'm not worried it'll blow off and people won't notice. Well, that I guess that's what happened because I don't smell it now. Interesting. The second you, you poured it, I smelled it and I smelled a cigarette and I was like, that's weird. And, and you, I, would, you would think as a, as a former smoker that I would like... Instantly be like, oh, right. I know that smell. Right. Uh, so, and then get that itch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I tasted it like, what is this going to taste like? And it tastes like what I remember the beer tasting like. Weird. And, I, and then I smelled it again and I still smelled it. And now that I've gone back to it, it's gone. So maybe that was the sulfur. I didn't know. I was like, this seems wrong. Why does it taste like a cigarette? That's interesting because I had a, I had the Chuckanut Fest beer today. Which might be the last fest beer I have, though I am staring at an Oktoberfest, maybe the last can in existence. That you bought for yourself? <laughs> and uh, Well, maybe not for yourself. No, this has been in the fridge here, because oh. we always got beer in the house. Mm. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's not joke around here. Well, since you started working here, that's been the case, yeah. <laughs> um, and I got the fest beer set down in front of me, and I grabbed it and went, because I always want to smell, I mean, chucking it, their beers just are so great. And I smelled it, and I went, oh, a little sulfur? And I turned to my buddy, who who I respect his palate a lot, and he goes, dude, who cares? It's Chuckanut. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took a sip and didn't get any taste of it. Yep. Didn't get anything like that. So maybe that's, you know, I don't know. Is there it a go. bad thing if you get a touch of sulfur? I think it's a little disconcerting if you're not expecting that, that smell. Yeah, you're kind of like, what the hell's going on? Is the place burning down? No. Am I, I having a stroke? Well, it was be- Toast? Because it Anybody? was... <laughs> I can't feel my, my le- legs. My left side is feeling funky. I can't. Uh, it it <clears throat> wasn't smoky. Like, I smelled smoky. Sure. I said smoky because it was the first thing that came to my mind that didn't sound like I was a crazy person. But cigarette is way different than smoky. It smelled like a cigarette. I've been driving on the I-5 corridor lately, and it smells smoky because, you know, warehouses are burning and propane tanks are blowing up. Yes. But cigarette smells way different. It was a, it was a cigarette smokiness. Interesting. And then it's gone. So, there you go. Maybe because there's I, my hot Pierre Lachat take. Maybe because I smoked for a long time. Maybe I can't smell it anymore. Maybe. Maybe it just lives in my. Or maybe because you poured I, the beer in two different glasses, one of them got more of the sulfur. Is yeah. aspect is that possible at all? Definitely possible. I, did I pour yours or mine first? I don't know. So many factors. <laughs> That's why contact tracing to me is like, how do you do that? I can't remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. This beer's good though. It is very good. It's like good. fruity. Get a little like a, get a little like. I feel like I've been overusing this term in beers and all different styles, like strawberries. Mm-hmm. I'm getting like this strawberry thing out of it. Yeah, at the very back end for sure. It is a very uh, deep pilsner. I do love that. There's it a says, lot of little flavors in there. Pierre Lachat, French style pilsner, Von Ebert. And then there's these little circle dots, like like little white stickers. They're not actual stickers. They're on the label. 4.8%, 16 fluid ounces. And then the other side, it says dry hop pilsner. There you go. Well, whatever you're hopping this with, give me mo. Well, there's the beer of the week. It's one that we've, we've had before. You guys may have had it before as well. But if you have not, 
It's a really effing good beer, as Patrick said. And I think it ties into what we were talking about. Where is everybody? I grabbed this beer because it was honestly one of the, outside of Fresh Hop, because obviously there's a ton of new Fresh Hop rolling through. Outside of Fresh Hop, it's kind of the only beer I've seen that's new. Right. And it's not new, but like yeah, recently can. But yeah. yeah, but like like something different than what I've seen over the last two months, and that's kind of why I grabbed it. Well, uh, let us know what you thought about the conversation today. Instagram.com slash beers on us. And uh, we will try to next week think of some ways to maybe reinvigorate the excitement that uh, a lot of us have lost. Well, we better because in we, beer. Well, we better because if we don't figure it out, Mike, this podcast ain't going to last very much longer. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. So Mike and I have decided we're going to sit here and talk about beer, but we both could care less about beer now. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to sit here and talk about nothing. That's like being an owner of a brewery and only drinking wine and cocktails and not beer. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing ever. Wow. That felt like a shot. <laughs> it's not a shot. It's just yeah, there might be somebody out there like it. Still you feels never like, know. Still feels like a shot. <laughs> ah, you never know. Could be anybody. All right. Could, could be anybody. That'll do it for us. That's going to do it for us today. We'll be back next week, Thursday, 4 o'clock. Subscribe, rate, review, download. We love you. Bye. Keith says... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.